0: You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope, where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. A couple of years ago when Christmas season was beginning and my wife Shelley and I were headed out to do a little Christmas shopping and took some time to, to stop off and have lunch at, at a restaurant that we didn't get to go to too much, uh, Especially with kids, it was a little bit pricey, and yeah, you know, we thought we'd have lunch there just because you know we don't get a chance to get out and date <laughs> a lot, and so we had lunch at this this nice place. And as we were getting ready to to wrap up our meal, um, the the waitress came over and said. Uh, um, thank you so much if there's anything else you need let me know. Um, and somebody's paid your bill and said to tell you merry christmas. And somebody had given us this great gift of 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 paying for our lunch at this nice restaurant and um I, you know I still don't know who it was. It was one of those things that's just like it was a grace. Somebody had graced us with this gift and of course it was just my honor my privilege my first thought was to pay it forward and do the same for someone else. Um but it was such a just a moment of this celebration of the season of giving christmas is a season of giving and for most of us during this time we feel more generous with our time and our energy and our resources and we are more apt to extend grace to others during christmas right what is it about christmas that makes us more thoughtful of others Advent, it's the season leading up to our celebration of Christmas. And Advent, Advent means arrival. So it's referring to the arrival of Jesus, God's Messiah, provided for all people. And this is the season of anticipation and celebration, preparation. And on this first morning of Advent, we light the candle of hope. We are well on our way to light up Christmas as we celebrate God is now here. That's our that's our theme. God is now here and it comes from the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah 7:14 says behold a virgin will be with child and bear a son and she will call his name Emmanuel. Now Emmanuel is is a title used to identify the Messiah. It literally translates as God with us. Jesus shows us that God is not sitting passively in some far off Celestial Kingdom, but that God is now here, and so we're in the Christmas story, and we're going to be in Matthew chapter one today. So, if you have a Bible, grab it real quick and uh, turn to Matthew chapter one, and we're going to read from verse eighteen to twenty-five. And surprisingly, I kind of look back at my records, and you know, it's kind of like at Christmas time, you kind of have the same kind of set passages of Scripture and some of the same themes. Over and over and and I've done that and you know take to, you don't preach the same sermon but sometimes you take some of the same illustrations same uh, points and you kind of remix them and and present them again. I have never I so, you know, surprised myself to look at my records and over 22 years of preaching and teaching scripture I've never preached this. I've never preached on this story today where the Joseph uh receives the the message that he's going to have uh, there's going to be a child to meet, to name Jesus and this is where we're at so so Matthew one eighteen says Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet, Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Here's our big idea for this first Sunday at the Advent. When we are instruments of God's grace, the hope of Jesus shines on others. It's about grace. Only grace allows that hope that only Christ can provide, to shine through us. When we are instruments of God's grace, the hope of Jesus shines through us. So, so we need to start with this realization, don't be afraid of grace don't be afraid to show grace and i say that because i've had the experience where a lot of times within the con- the context of the church world i have seen and experienced grace be the furthest thing that was extended a number of years ago as a youth pastor at a church and uh there was there was these two boys and they were definitely unchurched they were you know they were kind of ruffians and they were like 13 14 they were brothers and they liked to skateboard and they they uh didn't know any better you know you would think that everybody would know better, but they were riding their skateboard down the hallway uh, on one Wednesday evening. And, um, and this, this adult, and I didn't know that they were riding their skateboards in the hallway. This adult. when I came upon this, I heard yelling, and this adult had these two boys in the hallway and were scolding them yelling at them for riding their skateboard in the hallway of the church and i said yeah let me let me take care of this you know i'm I'm the youth pastor thank you thank you and and i and i went back later i told these guys i said i'm sorry that that she was yelling at you and um but you know you can't ride you can't ride your skateboards in inside the church you shouldn't ride them you shouldn't ride skateboards inside a building at all and they were like oh we're so sorry and, and everything and and i went and, and asked this lady about. You know about yelling at these boys and she said we can't allow these unchurched kids to disrespect the house of god now look i'm not asking you to 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 ignore bad behavior and i'm not asking you to just accept it i am asking you to show grace in how you interact with others why do Christians sometimes see so, seem so afraid to show grace? See, here's Joseph. He's perceived, we see, we, we, we see it, as an upstanding member of the community. He's betrothed to be married to this young lady, Mary, and he gets some shocking, unexpected news. Joseph, I'm pregnant. Hello. And, and if we're tracking with this story and the culture of the time, Mary's a virgin. The consummation of the marriage sex only takes place once they have the ceremony has completed and they say the vows joseph knows he's not the father she says she's pregnant he knows i'm not the father he doesn't need a paternity test he's not going on jerry springer they have not slept together what's joseph thinking and how does he feel who's the father how could you cheat on me why Surely he felt betrayal, right? He, he, he must have been angry, and unsure, afraid, skeptical, until he had a dream. <laughs> a messenger from God, Joseph, son of David. Now this is Matthew reminding the audience or revealing to the audience, saying Jesus is the descendant of King David. His, uh, there, he has a, Matthew says this on purpose. <laughs> David, J- Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The baby was conceived by the Holy Spirit. The grace that Joseph extended to Mary was God's grace. Grace overrides how we feel and how we think. Grace overrides how we feel and how we think. They don't deserve it. What they do deserve is this. What they do what they do what needs to happen is this. Grace overrides how we feel and how we think. Often, we can be quick to judge others in in, in their situations and forget that sometime in our lives, we struggled with our own sin as well. And in some cases, we may still be struggling with that sin as we judge others. The mission of Jesus is love, and love always extends grace. Love always extends grace. The reason we don't have to be afraid of showing grace to others is because God's grace to us. We can show love and grace to others because of Jesus. God is with us. God is now here. God is with us. I read this story about these two famous preachers, uh, Charles Spurgeon and Joseph Parker, both well-known preachers in London, England, in the 19th century. Um, and there's this story that says that Reverend Parker had made this, this comment about the poor condition of the children that were being brought into the orphanage that were, that's run by uh, Reverend Spurgeon. And the word got back to Spurgeon, but it was a rumor that Parker had actually criticized the orphanage itself, and the next week, Spurgeon, this this fantastic preacher, this man of God, you know held in high esteem, he completely blasted Parker from the pulpit. Spurgeon's words attacking Parker were printed in the newspapers. You think it's like today like social media, whatever you say, somebody's going to somebody else post it on, on on Facebook or Twitter. but this happened back in the day, and his words were were put, was printed in the newspaper the following week. people packed into Parker's church to hear his response. They wanted to hear what he has to say because people love backbiting right People love controversy upon hearing that on this particular Sunday. Spurgeon was not preaching at his church. Parker said this, I understand Dr. Spurgeon is not in the pulpit today. This is the Sunday they used to take up an offering for their orphanage. I suggest we take a love offering here instead. And the story is that the ushers had to empty the collection plates three times because the offering was so large. That week, the the story goes that Spurgeon went to see Parker in his office. And he says, you know, Parker, you have practiced a grace on me. You have given me not what I've deserved. You've given me what I need. How do we give grace to others when they don't deserve it? Or maybe that's the point. Joseph Surely felt that Mary didn't deserve grace, that he was going to extend grace to her before he even had the dream. You know, Verse 19 says Joseph was a righteous man, and he did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to divorce her, divorce her quietly. And yes, in this culture, in this day, the way to break off a betrothment was you actually had to go through the process of a divorce. Well, we expect to see God in church we look around we expect to see god in a bible study or we go on a mission trip or or those things but god is always present he's present at your job god is present at your school god is present at the marketplace god is present on the internet god is everywhere you are and so are opportunities for grace so joseph shows what it's like to be righteous And to be open to the direction from God. And he's already showing grace to Mary. So this angel comes to him in a dream. uh, uh, Awakens Joseph to a deeper grace. Matthew says that all this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet Isaiah. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. Which means God is with us. God is now here transforming each of us to be more like Jesus. When we are instruments of God's grace, the hope of Jesus shines on others, transforming both them and us. And we are awakened by grace to extend grace. Why, have, why has God shown his grace on us? Why has God given his grace to us? Because we are awakened by grace to extend that grace. Philip Yancey says of grace, Grace does not depend on what we have, what we have done for God, but rather what God has done for us. Ask people what they must do to get to heaven, and most will reply, be good. Jesus' stories contradict that answer. All we must do is cry, help. Jesus is God answering that cry for help. You have been shown amazing grace. Who do you need to show grace to? When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel commanded. That's what it says. When you're wide awake, you see and show grace. When you are like Joseph, when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. When you are wide awake, you see grace and you show grace. You do as God planned. You do as God desires. You do as God commands. You love others. You love your neighbor as yourself. You love each other as Jesus loves us. You even love your enemy and extend the grace that God has extended to you. Just as Joseph awakened and showed grace to Mary, we must awaken and show others this same amazing grace. See, this Advent, the, the Advent is all about anticipation. Christmas is about celebration. And if we're not careful, we can get caught up in the, the busyness of the season and fail to live awakened to grace. We extend grace when they cut you off in traffic. We extend grace when they take the parking spot that you wanted. We extend grace when the parking uh, when the checkout line is long and slow. We extend grace when they belong to a different political party. We extend grace when they have a different church doctrine. If we're awakened to Jesus, and that God is now here, we show grace. Jesus is God's grace to you and to me. And so we empty ourselves of any hate, any pain, any selfishness, and show others only grace. And what is your next step? This week, this week, intentionally look for opportunities to show grace and bring hope to others. This was your next step. Take this next step this week. Intentionally look for opportunities to show grace and bring hope to others. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the hope that we have in our Messiah, Christ Jesus. Emmanuel, God is now here. We praise you and thank you that you are with us, that you're not in some celestial heaven's uh, just waiting and looking over, but Lord, you are in, engaged and involved in our lives, and we want to thank you for that. That's why we worship you. That is, that 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 just pulls the love out of us, Lord, and, and the love we have for you, and this love we have for one another. And Lord, may this Christmas season remind us what what it's all about. It's about grace, and and, and grace shown to others grows into hope. This is the season of hope. Lord, we need hope and we need grace. Thank you that you give us both. Lord, you give it to us to share and to show. This week, give us opportunities, Lord, to extend grace and awaken others to the hope that we have in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awakened Church LA.